The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. Welcome to America's Web Radio. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. It's been an exciting week this week. And as the rain pours down, the flowers are confused. They start budding. Everything's ready to go. So without any further ado, we're going to jump into my favorite part of the show, the rhyme time. When the government can't get it right, it's like watching a constant fight, bickering and squabbling all day long, arguing about who's right and who's wrong. Egos clash and tempers flare, leaving the people in despair. As laws are blocked and progress stalls, the dysfunction grows and trust falls. But let's not lose hope or give in. For a better government, we can win. With cooperation and compromise, we can build a brighter future that will rise. Our government is often quite a mess. Incompetence and corruption causes distress. Politicians bicker and fail to agree, leaving citizens with uncertainty. They argue they stole. They can't get things done, forgetting the needs of everyone. Partisan divides cause a rift leaving progress in a perpetual drift. We need leaders who can unite and work together with all their might to create a government that's functional and help our society become exceptional. Our government is in disarray, with dysfunction on full display. Partisan politics rule the day, while progress is kept at bay. The left and the right can't seem to agree. On anything, it seems to me, their bickering is all we see while problems continue to be. The people suffer in the meantime, and the government can't seem to align. It's time for them to toe the line and work together to make things fine. Crime rates out of control, communities in a deep hole, robberies, murders, and thefts on the rise, fear and insecurity in people's eyes. Police sirens blare day and night as criminals roam without a fright. Law and order seem to have lost the fight as crime runs rampant in broad daylight. We need to take action, and that's a fact. We can't let our safety continue to retract. Let's come together and make a pact to fight back against crime and take our streets back. Baird governors, oh, what a shame. Their leadership is far from tame. But they put their interests before the people's gain and leave a trail of damage and pain. Their policies are misguided and wrong, leaving their states in chaos for too long. Their decisions weaken the people's song, and they refuse to admit when they are wrong. They prioritize their power over the masses, putting their ambition in front of the classes, ignoring cries for help and cutting resources like gases. These bad governors are like broken glasses. We need leaders who listen and care, whose hearts for the people are always there who seek justice and equity that's fair and bring progress to every state, everywhere. Politicians who lie with every breath, their promises are as empty as death. They spin the truth with every story, their words like poison, dull and hoary. Their false claims lead us astray, and they play games each and every single day. They put on a show to gain our trust, but their lives leave us feeling unjust. They say what they need to get the vote, but they don't deliver what they promote. 
Their words leave us with a sour taste, and they don't care as long as they stay in the race. We need leaders who speak the truth, whose promises are not uncouth, who act with honor and transparency, and those actions are worthy of our prosperity. The government is meant to serve and protect, but sometimes it causes great neglect. It tells us lies and hides the truth. With every word, we lose some youth. Their promises are often hollow, and they leave us with despair to swallow. They hide their intentions with veiled degree and refuse to show us what they need to see, what we need to see. Their words are twisted like a knife, and they don't care if it causes strife. They leave us in the dark with no light, and everything feels like a losing fight. We need the truth, clear and sound, with honesty that's profound. Our leaders must act with candor and grace, for a government built on lies is simply a disgrace. By the people, for the people, is the government we are our equal. It means that power lies in our hands, and we can make change for our lands. Our leaders must hear our call, and answer it with actions that stand tall. They must work for the common good, and lift us up like a neighborhood. By the people, for the people, is a system that is truly simple. It puts the people in charge of their fate, and no one's voice is silence or late. The power is distributed to all, and we have the ability to stand tall. It's a government that's built to last, and its strength comes from its working class. By the people, for the people, is a principle that we must keep equal, for only with our voices heard can we achieve a better world. Inflation is on the rise, and it's simply no surprise. Prices soaring up high, it's enough to make us sigh. The cost of living keeps going, and it feels like it's never slowing. Our wallets are feeling the strain, and it's becoming hard to just live and sustain. Our nation needs a solution to tackle this economic pollution. We need leaders who can take control and create policies that make us whole. We need to work together as one and find solutions that can be done. For only then can we hope to see an economy that's fair and free. So let's come together and take a stand against inflation in this great land. With hard work and a focused mind, we'll build a future that's just one of a kind. War is no good for that, for that's sure. It leaves destruction and pain in its lure. Lives are lost and families torn, leaving a world that's forever forlorn. It's fueled by hate and an endless thirst for power and control, the deadliest of curse. It robs us of peace and freedom we need and turns our world into a battlefield to bleed. It's time to put an end to this plight and strive for peace in all our might. We need to lay down our weapons and hate and let passion and love dominate. We must work together to build a better way for diplomacy and understanding hold sway. For only then can we hope to see a world that's peaceful and truly free. An invasion is a hostile act. It causes fear and leaves an impact. When strangers come to take our land, we must stand tall and take a darn stand. They may come with weapons of war, but we will not be shaken to our core. For our will to defend is strong, and we'll fight until the invaders are gone. Our homeland is our sacred ground, and we'll defend it. Come what may be found. Our unity will be our strength, and we'll stand firm 
no matter what the length. An invasion brings turmoil and pain, but we won't let it flourish and gain, for we are a nation of the brave and will protect our freedom even from the grave. The sound of a train on the track brings a sense of comfort and ease, no lack. But when the train derails and crashes, it leaves a trail of destruction and ashes. The screeching metal, the breaking glass, it's a tragedy that happens way too fast. The lives lost, the pain, the grief, it's a wound that's hard to heal, and it's not brief. The causes may be varied and vast, for human error to mechanical blast, but we must not give up, we must try to find ways to prevent and rectify. With better technology and systems in place, we can make the railways safer and at a quicker pace. For the train is a symbol of progress and might, and we might, we must keep it moving safely and not be a cause of fright. So let's honor the victims and their families and work together to prevent such tragedies, for the train must keep moving full steam ahead, a symbol of our progress, a path we must tread. Shooting a balloon with a pricey missile may seem a waste, an action so brittle. A $12 balloon against such might, a hundred thousand times its cost. It's not right. It's true. It may be a training exercise or a test to ensure equipment is precise. They could have told us some more lies. But one can't help but wonder why a simple balloon must suffer and die. Perhaps it's a reminder, a lesson to heed, that sometimes we do things without a real good need. We can be reckless with resources we own and forget their value, the seeds we've sown. So let's take a moment and think it through. Before we act, let's consider what's really true. For every action, there's a cost to pay. And waste is a price we really can't afford to play. So PA, the media lied to you and you voted Fetterman in. Got what you voted for. I'll just sit here and grin. So, P.A., you have no representation in the Senate now. You know how we feel. We have Biden. But can I say, wow. So here we are, time flying by. Just another week went by. So rhyme time is now at an end to a close. Like the government in the future, I'll have to look for a spy. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this week was one heck of a week in our exercise of our sovereign domain. <laughs> so now, let's see. You know, I, I, if I had a scoreboard that you could see, it would say China, a thousand, United States, zero. So I'm just trying to figure this out. You know, we went from letting a spy balloon from China that we claim that we knew about from when it took off in China, float over our most sensitive military bases or nuclear missile sites, and we were okay with that. And then we are shooting down what is alleged to be, and I want to get this straight, it's the Ohio Balloon Brigade it's a high school group of students who launch balloons and then track them with a little tracker that they have. It's roughly a $12 balloon, it's reported. 
We shot down a $12 balloon with a $400,000 missile. And I'm just trying to figure this out. You know, listen, the balloon crisis is just beginning. I think it's it's out of control at this point. But it's because we have a clown for a president and a clown car with his administration, with Flopsy Mopsy at the podium. It's about as much information as a rock. Remember those rock concerts we used to have where they used to draw faces on a rock and they put it there? That's what they could put at the podium, get the same. But again, what did you expect from a checkbox administration? I mean, what are they doing right? If I had a show about what they're doing right, it would last about four seconds. <laughs> you know, the balloon gate just cannot get, I, I can't get it out of my head. I just think it is, we shot down four balloons. And we let the spy balloon go by and do what it needed to do. And then they claimed, oh, we blocked the transmission. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But you couldn't shoot it down, but you blocked the transmission because you were trying to learn what they were transmitting. Well, if you didn't know what was in your own country, you're dumber than I give you credit for. You know, the most basic thing that government has to do is to protect its citizens. And right now, if I was a teacher... If I had to go back and become an educational teacher, I would give the Biden a failing grade, maybe an F minus. Because not only are they not shooting down the spy balloons, but they're then going after hobby balloons. And the Pentagon is that needs to be, you know, the biggest mistake that they've made. If they've kept all these people in there who just are either incompetent or have no clue or just don't care. They just collect their paycheck. I've had people who work with me who do that. They collect a paycheck and they don't care. And I understand that. But we have to understand the Pentagon is supposed to be the premier military force on the planet. And yet they can't even tell you a week later what a balloon is. I mean, think about that for a second. They can't identify a balloon. Okay. Why? Well, we're not getting any idea of why, and nor will I think anyone will be held responsible for wasting millions of dollars. And, and not only does the missile cost 400000 what do you think it costs to send one of those little jet planes up there? I'm betting it's at least a couple hundred thousand. I'm betting that, that jet fuel that they use is a couple hundred thousand. And it's just, you know, I wondered why they couldn't shoot it down with some bullets. Well, I did figure that out, for those of you who didn't know, is apparently at that height that the balloon was flying, the helium does not come out. Even if you shoot it with a thousand different bullets, apparently the helium will not escape from the balloon. I don't know if I believe that. That may be some American propaganda. I know we never hear that. But I'm thinking if you shot it down with something maybe a little bit bigger than a 50 cal, you might take that balloon down a little bit slower. Well, you know what? Send up something on a prop and <laughs> go by. Just shred it up a little bit. Save yourself 400000 it, it None of this makes much sense to me. You know, China is our biggest threat in this country, and we really need to pay attention, and we're not. We have leaders, and it's, listen, and I know I blame the blue team a lot, but it's the blue and the red team because they're both not paying attention. China is a threat. And I'm going to get into a little later on in the show. 65 Democrats 
voted against forming a House Select Committee on China. That's something that I really am having a problem with, as to why they would vote against investigating the China, they're spying, they're stealing of our equipment, they're stealing of our ideas, they're infiltrating our educational system, and quite frankly, buying up farmland, buying up companies in the United States that we depend on, okay, and our farmland near our military sites, and we're all okay with that. We're all okay with that. I, I Nothing makes any sense that this administration says. You know, they used to say, and they still do, Trump was the biggest liar we've ever had. Because the media doesn't do anything for Biden. You know what question they ask him? What flavor ice cream do you like, Joe? And he has a tough time with that one, too. But I can't understand that the military, they now claim, never told Trump about balloon incursions into the sovereign the, the sovereign airspace of the United States. And you know why they didn't do that? Wait, Joe, you ready? Let me do the Joe Biden. And you know why they didn't do that? Because Trump would have said, blast that, you know what, out of the sky. Don't even think about it. Why has it not been taken down already? From the time that they told him, up until the time his breath left his mouth, he would have said, why is it not shot down? You know, but he shoots down... Biden shoots down four hobby balloons or maybe balloons from used car lots. He doesn't even know. You know, I, I just sometimes this country really confuses the living daylights out of me. Why don't we just invite the Chinese here? Take a look at our military. Take a look at our military silos, our spy planes. Yeah, come on over. Oh, wait, we did that already. That's right. We let them fly over. Well, enough with the <laughs> balloon gate. We'll follow that up next week if it still exists. Maybe we'll be shooting down, you know, oh, I don't know. Let's see. Our satellites next? Because we're not sure. MTV satellite comes down. Boom. Blow that out of the sky. It wouldn't be much of a miss. So now we have, yes, this is my favorite part. Apparently, if you're incompetent at your job. Oh, wait. No, I take that back. Apparently, if you are competent at your job, you're not in this administration. So we put Pothole Pete in charge of Secretary of Transportation. I think I would be better off putting my dog in charge as the Secretary of Transportation because at least he can find things. You know, what we have here is a, a, a sense of America falling down. You know how that, that commercial used to be, I've fallen down and I can't get up? America's in trouble again, still. I mean, two years in, and this is what I've heard from, from Pete Buttigieg, or backwards Pete as I call him. You can call him Pothole Pete, it'd be nice. But here's the problem. This guy had no experience coming in, but he was a gay male. Let's put him in. Doesn't matter what his qualifications are. Get out my list. Checkbox. There you go. Same thing with our vice president. Checkbox. Put her in. Bingo. We got her. Now, what happens when you have a checkbox administration? What does that mean? You choose people based on their ethnicity and their race and not anything of their qualifications. You know, we now have a Supreme Court justice on board that can't define a woman. That's something I might look into a little deeper 
at some point we're going to see what some of her uh, decisions or um, her oppositions to the main decisions come out. You know, we'll we'll see what Katanji Brown says. You know, listen, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt for the time being. I mean, she was a federal judge. I saw some of her decisions were a little wacky, and her letting off. Uh, child uh, let's just say child what do they say now what's the new word they they don't say child predator because that's uh defamatory that's <laughs> defamatory you don't want to upset a child predator you know but getting back we're looking at pete Buttigieg. he keeps telling me that everything is hunky-dory our airlines are all messed up two years he hasn't done anything our airports are a disaster, a complete disaster. I mean, people cheer when they see their luggage coming around on the carousel. It's amazing that the planes haven't hit each other on the runway. Oh, wait, they have. I <laughs> take that back. They have, yes. That's right. You know, now, I don't know if he harkens back to when he was a kid like Kamala with the school buses where she gets all giddy. But maybe when he was a kid, he used to take airplanes and crash them into each other when he used to play with the little models. He's still doing that now. I mean, why is there not a full-blown investigation? Why is there not an overhaul of every system that we have and the NOTAM system and the rest of it? Why not? Because they're incompetent at their job. No, instead, we'd rather talk about racist highways. I heard this guy this week say that, all the construction companies that come to these racist roadways in the, you know, the minority neighborhoods are all containing white guys in white hats and they don't recognize them in the community. I'm sorry. I've never looked at my guys to see if they're from the community. I'd looked at my highway guys to see if they're competent at laying down asphalt and fixing things. But no, 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 we don't do that in this administration, and that's the problem. We look at the ethnicity, and we look at the race to see if if you're that, okay, you're good. Doesn't matter if you're competent or not. Well, that's how you got Pete Buttigieg. So now he says the other day on Twitter of, of my favorite now, Elon Musk, the Twitter reign, the Twitterverse, is that it? So he says that a thousand train derailments occur every year and he's blaming Trump well I'm sorry sir Mr. Secretary Pete Buttigieg Pothole Pete you've been in office you dumb butthead <laughs> I can't can't say what I want to say for two years and what have you done other than taking an administrative leave to have a baby which I still can't understand because men don't have uteruses, but that's okay. I'm, I'm a you know frequent flyer in the progressive uh, society. No, not really. <laughs> but that's great. I'm glad he took an administrative leave to be with his new child. That's fantastic. But leave somebody in charge. And the funniest part was no one even noticed he was gone. That's a sad statement. So what happened? So we had this week it was a horrendous horrendous train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Another sign of the great Pete Buttigieg success rate. So, left damage, disaster, pollution. But yet, here we go. The FAA, not the FAA, 
the EPA, it should be the FAA, but they might be better at what the EPA does. So the EPA has been testing, and they say, I know you're going to be shocked, they say that the VOCs as tested are at zero levels now, and it's safe to drink the water. And no problem, no problem in the air, the air is clean, everything's good. Now, I don't know if you saw that plume of schmutz going up in the air. I can tell you and I can assure you that what goes up, as God once says, must come down. And that stuff is all over that area in Ohio. And who knows which way the prevailing winds were going. But let me tell you something. It reminds me of Love Canal when they used to say, that's water's fine. So they're saying there are no VOCs in Palestine, Ohio. I'm having trouble believing that based on the fact that our government really doesn't know what they're doing and they have no clue because this is remember something this is the same people who told you after the twin towers came down the air is safe to breathe we'll tell about the three thousand other people that died after and have cancer now as a result of the safe air as declared by the epa it's safe to go there 110 stories of two buildings come down, and there's no problem here, nothing to see. Well, if you've seen some of the videos on YouTube and some of the other social media sites, when you throw something into the water, it has that nice rainbow color like when you when you were a kid and you dropped some gasoline from the boat into the water or when that gasoline leaked or the oil leaked into the water. It has that rainbow. Now, I'm pretty sure it's Palestine, Ohio, not Rainbow, Ohio. That's not a phenomenon that they've had since the beginning of time. So when people go in there and everybody's coming out with a a sore throat, rashes, they're sick, they got headaches, for you to come out as the EPA and say everything's safe is just bizarre. It is just bizarre. I mean... They had a town hall the other day, which was ridiculous. Guess who didn't show up? Oh, that's right, the EPA. The EPA never showed up. And who else didn't show up? Norfolk Southern, because they were worried about their physical safety of their employees. There were more cops there than there were people. But yet Norfolk Southern's worried. Well, you know what, Norfolk Southern, you should be worried about major lawsuits from this. Yes, that's what I'd say. Because I saw a video last week, well, actually this week towards the middle, where the train wheels were burning, were burning 40 miles before this train went off the track and derailed. Where are the safety teams? Where are the people who monitor these things? How about let's put, very simple, let's put a thermometer on every wheel, on the hubs of the wheels. That should be fairly simple. In fact, they make this new thing called Bluetooth. You could even have them connected by Bluetooth. And if the wheels get hot, if the bearings start to smolder and spark, it goes beep, 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 beep. Hey, simple solution to a complex problem, right? Yeah, well, listen. When the testing company comes around that's allegedly doing the testing and makes you sign a release prior to them doing the testing, folks... As an attorney, you should be weary of signing anything. Do not sign anything 
of a release before you contact an attorney. Do not do that. This is just absolutely absurd, getting people who don't know any better, quite frankly. They've never been in a toxic situation. And truth be truer than fiction. I'm going to tell you about that right after these commercial breaks. Stand by. You're going to love this. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show? Talk about your business or express your opinion on America's Web Radio. Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. You know, the thing about the thing. That's about the thing. <laughs> Joe Biden came by to visit. I'm trying to get him out of my mind here. So right before the break, I told you about Palestine, Ohio, and the train derailment. This is something that really is a little bit freaky. They filmed a movie about a toxic spill from a train in that area. That is pretty wild. They filmed a motion picture in that area about a train toxic spill. I mean, talk about foreshadowing in a book. Woo! This is going to make a heck of a story. But I was listening to um, Mike DeWine, or as I'll call him, Governor Whiney. He gave a press conference this morning. It was about as believable as Joe Biden saying, I'm going to protect America's sovereignty in the air or wherever. Uh-huh. Except Afghanistan. Except everywhere else in the world. But yes, we're going to shoot down any used car lot balloons that come out. You know, I heard that the balloon vendors and the clowns in Times Square are hiding now because they're afraid to get shot by the government. Well, quite frankly, in New York, anyone else. Because it's a gun-free zone. You can't bring your protection. But the bad guys don't get that message. So, yeah, I thought that was just a interesting uh, a factoid um, that you, they you, filmed the movie. You heard that uh, Brandon has sent uh, our illustrious vice president to China uh, with the message, well, the balloons shouldn't hurt our relationship in any way. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're worried about. The balloon. You <laughs> know how much can you focus on the wrong things? I mean, first of all, I would have sent Kamala with a with a note tagged to her, please keep, feed her twice a day, and water her when appropriate. It's a wonder she's not taking 
Chinese food over with her in boxes. <laughs> well, don't, I'm sure that's what they probably had on the on the plane going over. Listen, I thought she was focusing on the southern border. Wasn't she the czar? And she still is, but that doesn't mean anything. That's a bizarre czar going that's to China. A bizarre czar, yeah. I'm t- that's not the southern border. She I mean, her, I'm sure it has a southern border. She got her directions mixed up. <laughs> it wasn't. She probably they thought they were tracking a balloon. I just can't understand this. This government is so dysfunctional. You know, I will tell you. I, I heard, like I said, Governor Whiny. He basically said everything's safe to drink. Now get me the hell out of here. <laughs> Everything's fine. You can drink your water. But by the way, we're shipping in 600,000 cases of bottled water just in case. You know, you know, the fact that they can come out and actually tell people that and utter those words with a straight face is just, to me, it shows you where you, you're getting your government. You know, if we don't demand a functioning government, then we deserve a non-functioning government as Americans. You know, democracy is the hardest government to keep running and to make run because in a dictatorship one guy makes a decision you don't like it firing squad see you next life you know and by the way i heard you don't respawn when they shoot you in north korea <laughs> just for those gamers out there you know what i don't understand about uh, your governor in ohio saying that uh you know, the water is safe and all this. And yet, if you have your own well on your own property, don't touch that water until we've checked it and approve it. Yeah. Let me just tell you something a little bit about waters and plumes and groundwater. I live on Long Island. And Long Island is an interesting place because years ago, Long Island was all farmland and it had a lot of tinsmithing out here. So there's a lot of chromium pollution in the groundwater. And every once in a while you'll have, believe it or not, a dry cleaner has a major issue with pollution. Dry cleaners, they're renowned for dry cleaners and also repair stations, oil plumes. But those oil plumes, even on Long Island, go for miles, miles, not a one-mile radius. That's idiotic. That's almost that's malpractice by our government. Okay, these plumes travel all over the place. They travel underground. Once they get into the aquifer, they can travel for probably hundreds of miles. Yeah, they'll dissipate eventually. But you know what? When you're growing three heads and two hands out of each one of your elbows, you're not going to be happy about that. And forget about if I had anybody who was a birthing age. I'm sorry. That's right. You can't use mother and father anymore. I heard this month <laughs> they're getting rid of those words. They're now going to call them. Egg donors and sperm donors. Hmm. That ought to go great on a Hallmark card, won't it? <laughs> Happy sperm donors card. Happy egg donors card. Yeah, the, the society's cracking up. The last thread is unraveling, and we're seeing it right now. But to, to tell me that this is a functioning government is almost as funny as the Dave Chappelle, or Chappelle, however you want to call him, potato, potato. This is hysterical, it, but it's it's sad because it's these people's lives. And by the way, this is a Republican district, so had it been a Democratic district, everybody would have been there. But hey, I digress.
So I want to jump over now to the Michigan State University shooter this week. Now, this is really, this is a little bit different. Very interesting. And a lot of people that, they, if you listen to any of the mainstream media, and if you did a Google search, you will not find this anywhere. It's like Balloon Gate. It's disappeared. It's disappeared. It's a spy game. You know, maybe we need to contact Christopher Steele for the dossier on this one. But here we go. Here's a guy who shot up the university because, get this, he was able to get a gun through the legal background system check because the prosecutor in his case in Michigan reduced the felony charge, which would have prevented him from ever getting a weapon. She reduced the felony charge there. And whereby she now, as far as I'm concerned, she executed three people in Michigan State University. She has executed three people in Michigan State University because of her woke, dumbass policies. This is, they want to talk about gun control? Let me tell you about gun control. There are enough laws on the books right now to make sure everybody who uses a gun illegally gets sent away. And is not a danger to society. But when you have these idiots, you have prosecutors knocking felony charges with a gun down to misdemeanors, whereby they don't even put a notation where they, they consent to not ever getting an application for a license. How about put it? Here's a very simple solution. You want to knock down the felony charge? Fine. Then he goes into a database into your little federal database because you want to collect information on every gun owner as if that'll prevent things. But yet, you let the bad guys go. So you know what? Put in the database, make legislation that says if you possess a gun, even though it's reduced, you can never obtain a gun again. Okay? If you illegally possess a gun as a felony... We will reduce it, that's fine, to a misdemeanor. Okay, I, I can deal with that. Give him another chance. But he can never get a weapon again. Why is that Why is that not done? Why is This is a simple solution to three people being dead and actually two others being shot. Why? So the idiocy of degrading the charges is really apparent. But guess what? Nobody reported on that. Why? Well, because it doesn't fit the narrative, and she's a liberal prosecutor. That's why. So why these people who are in charge of the DA's office should be not should I should they should say they should not be immune from being prosecuted for stupidity. Because as far as I'm concerned, this prosecutor, she committed a crime. She had three people executed because she let this guy go. Oh, it's routinely done in our office. Well, then your office is a bunch of idiots. Again, it's really simple, and I've talked about it before on the show. No consequences for criminal actions indicates to the criminal that they can do anything they want. And when you have people arrested 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 times, guess what? Does anybody who's in charge of the DA's office look at this and say, yeah, the system's working? Do they think that? If they do, they need to get out of that office because it's not working. It is dumb to take these people and just let them off without consequences. And listen, 
It's going into all the major cities, and it's happening now. Look what they did to Seattle. Seattle's destroyed. There's nothing left of Seattle. And they're going to finish it off. The businesses are leaving. The small businesses are gone. Listen, they tell you, oh, you had insurance. Well, you know what? If you're paying $15,000 for insurance on a small shop, you're out of there. You can't afford that. You know, people think, oh, you own a business. You must make a million dollars a year. No. Most of these, most of these businesses run on a 20, 30% profit margin, which in reality, after paying all the expenses, is not a lot these days. Because not only, oh, based on our brilliant decisions in our oil and gas drilling industries, we have prices going up for everything. I spent more on gas, got a third less gas this year, and spent three times as much. How's that possible? Well, because when you cut off the drilling, you cut off the infrastructure, you cut off research, you cut off development, and he's now trying to get rid of the Alaska plan. Okay, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. He's going to try to stop the drilling in Alaska, which is going to generate a boatload. It's going to generate about 2,500 jobs. Good paying jobs, by the way, because the oil and gas drilling business is good. But everybody says, well, it's a global product. We don't control the prices. No supply and demand. Okay, so those of you who don't know what that means... When you increase the supply and the demand remains the same, the prices drop. So, how did, how did gas stay at, at two bucks a gallon and less under Trump? Because he understood the nature of running a business. Now, Joe Biden can pull from his vast experience in running a business to understand that. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Forgive me. Forgive me, folks. Joe Biden hasn't run anything. In fact, I don't even think as a child he ran a lemonade stand. He's been in government his whole life. And that's why he thinks that if you decrease the supply and the demand stays the same, nothing happens. Except you go to Venezuela and beg them for oil. Or you go to the Saudis and beg them for oil. But we don't need jobs in the United States. Well, here's a wake-up call, America. This economy is not humming along. This economy is tanking. And you can look at the numbers now. And you can see what they look like, but you can see what's going on very quietly. And it's not being reported. Why? Because they don't want you to know that. They don't want you to understand that. You know, they're busy talking about racial highways and, and inequality. And let's give everybody a basic income. Well, here's the basic income. I had a basic income when I was a kid. I got a job. Whoa, I know that's a bad word. Am I allowed to say that on the radio? I got a job. I don't know. Job may be one of the seven most sins word now. The sins. The sins of the word. Get a job. Listen, working is a self-respect issue. You don't work. You don't have any self-respect. You know, it, it just doesn't work a different way. You know, you know. People hate when I say that, but I say it all the time, you know. So now we have... Our illustrious governor, Whitner, <laughs> witless, witless governor. She's still apparently using TikTok to disseminate governmental information. I am so glad to see this is for you, Governor Whitmer. <laughs> governor Whitmer. I'm telling you, leading Chicago, or, you know, leading Michigan, not Chicago. That's Lightfoot. She's leading Chicago into the ground. But let's deal with Michigan for right now. We got some great governors running those blue cities, boy. Woo. 
So Michigan, I am so glad to see that Governor Whitner is keeping China well informed of our government's progress. This is absolutely great. And you know what's very interesting? If you ever do any research on TikTok, and I've pulled up some stuff on it and read on it, the Chinese do not let their children see the stuff that we see on TikTok. And their screen times are limited. But all of the junk that we see on TikTok for our kids, they don't see that in China. Now, I'm betting that somebody needs to do a study on brain control because I see these kids literally addicted. Generation X and Z and Y and the guys who don't want to work, they're all watching TikTok. Why? Why is it so addictive? Well, I'm thinking subliminal messages in TikTok. That's what I'm thinking. You know, I like that. Talk about conspiracy theories. That's what I'm thinking. It's got to go. You know, this this just has to go. It's just incredible. So now we have, oh, where's my favorite here? Aha. You know, <laughs> we didn't talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's always good to put up a pregnant dancer to see how badly she can move. I mean, listen, uh, congratulations on Rihanna, but... You know, being up there looking like you're trying to dance was not really a good look. It just didn't make it for me. I, I thought maybe she had an equipment malfunction, but nope, she did not. So, you know, Michigan State, sorry for your losses, but I blame the prosecutor. You know, you cannot have prosecutors who give second chances to people when they are dangerous to the society. It's just there's blood on their hands. It's like everything else. No consequences. They're going to do it again. Why is that such a surprise? But you see, the gun control and, and Whitner out there, it's all about the legal gun owners. Listen, get your heads out of your butts, governors and legislators and senators and congressmen and women. Well, can we call them men and women? I'm sorry, Congress, sperm donors and egg donors. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what the other term is. You, theirs, ours. How about them? Their pronouns are them. Okay? They need to understand that you cannot allow people to just run like the purge. Because without consequences to criminal activity, you promote criminality. I don't know why that shocks the living daylights out of all of them. But it's easier to get the legal gun owner. Because they're the people who you can track. They're the people who pay attention to your stupid laws. That's the problem. They pay attention. The criminals do not. So when you declare a gun-free zone, criminals know that's a great place to hit. You know? Would you declare a bank a gun-free zone? How about the Pentagon? Is that a gun-free zone? How about the White House? Is that a gun-free zone? No. Why? Because, oh, everybody thinks... Is his life more valuable than yours? Not to me. My life and my family's life is more valuable than his. But they don't see it that way. You're just a plebe. You're a plebe in the society. So you don't have the right to defend yourself. And if they keep defunding and cutting the police like they're doing and dis disrespecting the police, you're going to have nobody. That thin blue line that keeps society from chaos is disintegrating. And if you need to understand that, go look at Seattle. Go look at Baltimore. 
Go look at Chicago. Chicago is like a war zone. There have been months where there have been more people killed in Chicago than in some of the war zones in Afghanistan. That's pretty sad. That's very sad. You know, Mark, I'd like to point out something. And, uh, again, I've said this many, many times. You're talking about war zones. Let's let's talk about a bite of reality. This doesn't start just for the bad guy that he grows up and he decides, I'm going to be a bad guy. I'm going to steal a gun and shoot somebody. No, this starts in our educational system from the first grade on when you've taken the one word out one word discipline it's not only discipline but i can tell you when they took the pledge of allegiance out what do you have to pledge you know charlie daniels i think it was who did a phenomenal song how he explained the pledge of allegiance yeah and there are people who protect this country every single day when the wolf tries to attack us, they protect us every single day, night and day, 24-7. And when they die in the service of this country, they bury them under the flag. That coffin is draped in the American flag. And that is a significant image that should be burnt into every child's mind. Not this CRT crap. Not this AP black history, which was nothing more than hate America speech. You want to talk about hate speech? Where are all the fact checkers about that? The AP black history. Is there AP Chinese history? Is there AP white history? Well, where's the white caucus in Congress or the Senate? This is all so stupid to me. I grew up in an integrated neighborhood. Well, for the most part. Okay. There was some integration. Let me let me change that. Okay, but we never every day we dealt with different people. We never said, "Well, I can't deal with you. That's your ethnicity." Hey, I can't. I don't want to know. Stay away. It was people. It was people you needed to deal with because you were part of America. When you get here, I'm not saying throw your ethnicity out. I'm not saying throw out your race, but be an American. That's your first deal. When you get here and you get sworn in as a citizen, you're an American. Because what happens right now in America, we're becoming a tribalistic society. And everybody's going to their own corner. And there's nothing that's going to work under a democracy if everybody's a different tribe. And this is what we got away from. When we took out the core family, we took out... That was the that was the worst thing that we ever did. When you didn't have mothers and fathers in the household and you had single parents all over the place, that disintegration of the core family was a problem. It creates behavioral problems in kids. When I grew when when my kids grew up, my wife was the tough one, I was the easy one. But imagine if they grew up under me. My wife was great. She gave a lot of information. She had it all together. She had everything that she needed. And she gave it to me, and sometimes I listened, sometimes I didn't. But she was a most amazing mother, okay? And I have two very successful children, and I'm darn proud of them. But you know what? They respect this country and what it stands for, and they respect and went out and got jobs. My kids worked. They respected themselves, and we don't have that anymore. We don't have that parenting. That's where this whole thing fell apart. If you don't have parents and you have some idiot with blue and green and yellow hair in school 
with with beads going through their eyebrows and their face, teaching your kid about Mao Zedong and the the benefits of socialism and Marxism. There's your problem. But who wants to address it? Well, oh, then all of a sudden you're you're attacking. You're an anti. You know, you're an anti-racist. You're an anti-everything. Okay. So here I'll give you an example. Okay. You have, uh, oh gosh, what is her name? The, the bald-headed, uh, <laughs> Ayanna Presley, Democrat from Massachusetts. Okay. She voted against the select committee that they wanted to set up to investigate China. So here is the idiocy of what she said. Now forget about the way she looks. Let's not, not, not even address that because she's weirder. Her looks are her, her least, <laughs> her least offensive problem. Her thought process is what's messed up. So she says that she voted against the Select Committee on Investigating China because it would promote a rise in anti-Asian rhetoric and hate. This is the idiocy of these people who you put in government. And I say you people. Yes, you, America. You put them in government. They didn't jump in by their own, okay, except for George Santos, okay? George Santos created his own world, and you guys all fell for it. I can't help that. And, that, yeah, that stems from New York. But, you know, you have people like Kathy Hochul, refuses to acknowledge crime. So why is crime out of control? People are fleeing New York and California like they're on fire. But we don't see it that way. And then you have, like, Governor, here, Governor Katie Hobbs out of Arizona. The Wall Street Journal was telling her that her educational program that she's against – She's saying it would cost the state $377 million if they defunded it. Okay. Here's the problem with that thought process. She would absolutely save $500 million. But somewhere, Katie Hobbs misses that. Is she mentally slow? Is she mentally defective? Did she completely forget that addition is a constant? You know... Yeah, for instance, she wants to give illegal aliens in Arizona in-state tuition. So for those of you who are going to college in Arizona, give up your American citizenship if you're out of the state, and you can go there for in-state tuition. What is she doing for her citizens that actually voted for her? All this virtual signaling stuff is not working for America. It's destroying America. And we as Americans have to make better decisions. You know, it's like Joe Biden this week said, oh, I can't figure out the fentanyl issue. Well, let me guess this. There's a million people pouring over the border, 265,000 a month with fentanyl, trying to kill America. They got 10,000 pounds of fentanyl in the year 2021 and 14,000 pounds of fentanyl in the year 2022. And in, well, here's the great number, 2023, they already have 8,642 pounds seized at the border. And this is last week's number. But if you have over 100,000 people dying of fentanyl poisonings in America each year, didn't you think you might want to do something about it? Mr. Biden, President Biden, you created the problem. Fix it. Seal the border. Stop the idiocy. But we don't do that. And Republicans, where are you? I keep hearing the talking heads, yap, yap, yap. The committees, 
Where's all the legislation you were putting together? You're going to change America back. Well, it's like everything else in government. It's yap, yap, yap. Nothing done. Nothing done at all. We don't do anything in government. Because if you do something and solve the problem, you can't use it for the next election cycle to say there's a problem. But hey, let me tell you something. We're smart enough as Americans to understand if you fix the problem, you can brag about it, and we'll put you back in. But if you don't fix it, goodbye. And that's what I think we need to do. I think as Americans, we need to clean house. We need to get rid of the 80-year-olds running this country and put some other people in. Put some people in who have better ideas, people who can understand what we are going for. This is America. This is the greatest country on the planet. And I want to keep it that way. I want to see it go forward in a proper direction. And it's got to stop. It's got to stop. America needs to be strong because without a strong America, the rest of the world falls into chaos. And I'm going to real, right before we wrap up, America, if you are not on track, you are derailed. And we've all seen what happens with derail. Okay, we need to get back on track. This is America, the greatest country on the planet, the greatest country in history, and we can form the world that we want, but let's do it the right way. Thank you for listening to Bite of Reality. You're listening to Mark the Shark, and have a great week. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.